This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yellow ties and questionable rubber items being pushed into journalists' ear holes. It is transfer deadline day. Evening all. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town up or down since 2015. My name is Craig Finmo and I'm your host, for this late night evening Q&A on deadline day. Um, and joining me this evening is a man who daren't slam any windows shut with two little boys in the house. He's he's more of a guy who'll just click it gently closed. Joe Fares, how are you, Joe? Yeah, good, good. Have sort of a good day to be an Ipswich fan, I think, when you look at the squad that we've assembled now. Spoiler alert. But I, I feel like I should just be one of those guys on squads that's news who just sits there on their phone. Oh, Wayne Bridges just sent me a message, and <laughs> well, he's at my house with my wife. <laughs> it, it's it's funny you should say that because we, we can almost by the by um, telepathy and the magic of podcasting, we can get our own little glimpse into uh, the world of journalism. Because I'm just about to add to the stream before I say hello to everybody else. ITFC journalistic royalty. Da, 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 da. Mr. Phil Ham is, is going to join us very, very briefly. He's had, a, he's had a tough day. It's a long day, so we thought we'd quickly get his um, thoughts on, A, what's what's going on, and also um, how your day's been really, Phil, in terms of, you know, when when you first learned of the, the two signs that were happening today and, and how quickly things progressed after that. Yeah, well, it all started very quickly this morning, didn't it, with the... Uh... Uh, with the first, uh, with the with sort of news of the Burton lad coming in, um, sort of first, thing, yeah, basically I got up and first thing I knew was uh, was that we were in the running for him and it was all kind of, uh, it was all happening. Um, yeah. I think we'd expected a, a striker all summer, hadn't we really? Another one in addition to the the players that they'd already brought in. Um, and obviously George Hurst was the one that they were after and I, I think then Will Keane was one that they were very keen to, to bring back. Yeah. Um, which I don't think really kind of emerged until yesterday, really, or the day before. I can't remember um, by which time things had kind of already progressed, hadn't they? I think, and, it, and he, he's staying at obviously going to stay at Wigan and he's going to sign a new deal there. But I think he'd have been a very good signing, wouldn't he? I think. 
Yeah, and that, so that was something that you'd got, you'd heard whispers of. You know, it was something that you broke yourself in one of your stories, or a couple of your stories yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it just sort of came my way, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's intriguing. I think this is the problem we've got in the position we are that we want sort of championship standard players, but championship standard players want to play in the championship, which is yeah. they're either already playing in the championship or. As with George Hurst, they end up going to a championship club. So um, this is this is the the sort of battle we've had. We, we've we've landed a number of those sorts of players. I think George Edmonton would probably have ended up at the champ in the championship if he hadn't joined us. Yeah. Connor Chaplin came from the championship. Sammy Morsey came from the championship. We're sure there's Christian well, Morton. We, yeah, we can we can sort of reel off quite a few, can't we? Um, yeah. But there will be others that we don't get. Um, and and. Um, but I think uh, I think certainly um, Camera. I think he's a very good. I mean, he was another one expected to join the cha championship club, wasn't he? At the beginning of the summer, I think there was a. I don't know if you remember, there was a few discussions about him on the forum. I think it was partly because one of those sort of fake uh, Twitter, you know, one of these EFL accounts, sort of said uh, um, Camera set for town, Plymouth Camera set for town, you know, and, and actually I don't think there was any truth in it at that point, but it set the dis discussions going. And um, and so I can remember sort of talk about him then, and we go, oh no, he's going to go to the championship. And so really, it was probably a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I think it's sort of widely accepted he was going there, wasn't it? Because he's his contract was up in the summer, and Plymouth, that sort of, he put a transfer request in. They just took the option up to sell him, effectively, like we did with Tyree Simpson, wasn't it? And it was like yeah. he, he was always going to be going. And we'd assumed it was to the championship. And I think after the season's had in League One, that's where he went to go. So, yeah, another another top signing there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think he's – it's, it's you know, we've got a lot of experienced players in that centre of midfield now, haven't we? Um, I mean, he's – He's slightly different to what we've got, isn't he? I think he, he's a sort of ball carrier, isn't he? In that sort of area, looking at uh, what I've seen of him, he, he sort of plays deeper, but he he brings the ball for some of his goals. Uh, I've seen a very uh, a very good the one for Dulwich Hamlet on his debut. <laughs> that lovely little turn in the area is terrific. Um, I mean, actually, what a journey for him, really. I mean, but yeah. Dulwich, isn't it? I don't think we had a player play for Dulwich Hamlet join us before, have we? Um, only on the way up, the maybe way. on the way back down again. Yeah, well, he's, he's he's made good progress, really, hasn't he? Having um, had a short spell at, at Barnsley and then uh, down into non-league and then uh, Crawley and then Plymouth and then to us. He's made a very sort of steady sort of uh, progress up the up the league. So um, so how do you perceive him being used then? How do you do you, do you see him as a do you see him as a number 10 at any stage or, or more as a sort of eight? I think I think he's going to be someone that's always sort of going to be an eight that moves forward or a 10 that drops back, isn't he? And if a Luco is injured and and, he, and he's out for some time, it looks like he might be then maybe he comes into that rotation where sort of free on, free off, isn't it? At, at the sort of front of the pitch. But I think it, that was the sort of player that I thought we were missing. And when we were linked with Selena, that, that sort of player, somebody who can sort of link the midfield and attack by sort of carrying the ball up because Morsey is more somebody who's a sort of battler in there and sort of pushes on a bit and moves the ball okay. And is starting to get on the end of sort of balls into the box. But in those tight games against good teams, I think you need to have someone that can link up a bit more, which he looks like he's the sort of player that can do that. Hmm. It's interesting to see how they're going to fit all these central midfielders into two or three spots, though, isn't it? Because, say, Ball played well the other night. I thought, obviously, he's not particularly match fit just yet, but he'll be another one to come into the equation as well, won't he? Well, it's a big squad. 
Yeah. That's a big squad. I mean, we've got, I, I had me now up front. Um, so we've got, what, three number nines, four number nines, if you count um, uh, Tyrese John Jules, who I think is probably more of a number nine than a number 10, don't you? Um, from mm. what I've seen of him. Um, so, Jackson's yeah. more just an attacker now, isn't he, rather than number nine, isn't he? He's almost just can sort of, when he comes on, we tend to sort of slightly change how we're playing and sort of he normally plays in a more wide role, doesn't he, at, mm. at the moment? But, the, but I certainly thought uh, um, Shrewsbury is the sort of more central player. I thought he was very impressive there. And I think that's the role that he's he's sort of tended to play sort of going up the levels, hasn't he, with England and um, mm. and Arsenal. But um, but latterly he seems to have been kind of more sort of off a striker rather than... A, but I, I, I was quite impressed with him there, really. I've been quite impressed with him generally, haven't you? Yeah, no, he's looked. He's had a couple of quiet games at playing. Sometimes on that left-hand roll, it's harder. But I thought that Shrewsbury game was one where he really, really was involved in everything. And I thought he'd start the game against Barnsley on Saturday off the back of that instead of Ladapo. But it did seem that maybe that was the first time where McKenna's almost picked a team, maybe not the team he wanted to pick, but felt he wanted to get Ladapo back in there. But John Jules had played too well to go back to the bench. So ended up having to sort of squeeze him in somewhere rather than sort of maybe play Harness there, who probably was the, would have been a better bet in that position. Hmm. 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 And it's, yes. So we, yes. So we've got him to come in now as well. Um, it's difficult to see where I mean, it's one of these things, isn't it? You can keep a big squad happy if you're winning. Uh, if results don't go so well, then it might be difficult keeping the whole squad or those on the fringes um, sort of uh, on yeah, site. Involved. Yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah. it is a bit different now with the five subs in that, six attacking players play in every single game now, don't you? So it's not as sort of clear-cut before where you've got your team that starts and your subs come on. These these guys that are on the bench, they all come on every week now, don't they? So it's, it's they, are, they are getting 25, 30 minutes every game and rotating from there. So that should be okay. I think the issue is going to be now is some of these players aren't even going to get on the bench, are they? Yeah. Well, I think we had six players the first game of the season, didn't we, that weren't involved at all. Um and so I'm assuming as long as no one's injured, that's probably up to eight, isn't it? I would guess. So, um, which is a lot, isn't it, really? And, yeah. and Cameron well, I, think, I think it is still six now. Because I think we've got seniors sort of about 25 now, but that includes the keeper, Hayes, as a third choice. And then, so there's going to be six from there. So you assume probably a couple will be unavailable each week. So it's still four every week that aren't going to be there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I suppose Penny's gone and, uh, yeah, forgetting that Penny's Harper gone. Harper and then Wazuni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's sort of still six. So, yeah, so it's not quite as huge, perhaps, as... Uh, and actually, you know, when we've talked about the, the 22-man squad, um, I think we're only 20, aren't we? Um, and I can't remember whether that was including Penny and Penny or not. I don't think Harper comes in, does he? But, um, no, there's definitely room in there for manoeuvre, isn't there? So, so, yeah, so it's not... You know, we, we're not kind of pushing at the the seams and no one's like last year there's not going to be a miles kenlock who's not um who's not going to be registered for the squad is there so um just us a bit of room for maneuver in january then when we're making looking to make our push yeah yeah when we yes when we look to bring in even more players yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. brilliant all right phil I'm, I'm, phil I'm going to let you go mate because i've got a sell to all these people that are in the chat so um yeah, well, anyway, it's, it's get, good to join get, you. And I think, I think get back to your good. evening. And as the, the town guys have, have pretty much um, confirmed that they're done for the night, so you're done for the night as well, I assume. Yeah, yeah. And up in the morning, the press conference is first thing in the morning tomorrow. It's just been, I had a text a little while ago saying that uh, oh, okay. the press conference is first thing. So it'll be interesting to hear what he says about the two signings and, yeah. 
Accrington. But I think I think you know, looking at transfer windows as a whole, nine signings. I think we're relatively happy with all that, aren't we? And how it's all yeah. left things. Yeah, no, I, I think the squad's in a very good place now, isn't it? There's. I said, I still feel like I've got a slight concern over the number nine position when you, let's say you talk about chasing George Hurst, chasing Will Keane, and then ending up with sort of a young guy who potentially hasn't played a lot. It's a, it's not quite the sure thing you'd hope there. So there's a lot of pressure on Freddie Ladapo. So I'd say that's probably the only position where I don't feel we've got that sort of real quality in depth that we may need. But I guess we'll see how that pans out. Mm, I think that is the area where we would have wanted someone with a bit more experience. Yeah, ideally. All right, well, enjoy the rest of the show, and I'll... Uh, Thank you, Phil. I may well see you at Accrington. Yeah, you may well do. Lovely. Thanks very much for that. Thanks, Phil. Take care. Yeah. And as Phil says, you know, if if you want your uh, update on the press conferences tomorrow, TWTD will have all the uh, all the news of those and all the, the quotes from uh, Kieran McKenna, etc. However, as it says in the bottom right-hand corner of my screen, it's the Q&A, so... Apologies, but we thought we, we had the opportunity to get um, to get Phil and just to get a quick comment from him as he was um, shutting down for the day. So we thought we'd um, jump on it and, and get him to have a, have a quick chat with us. I hope you uh, hope you appreciate. It. I hope you don't mind that he uh, he jumped on. So just get through some hellos. We've got a lot of people uh, online here at the moment. James is out for the evening. Wants to say hello, but he's going to catch up on the uh, on the podcast. Charlie D, good evening, everybody. Um, he's happy with the the transfer window. Said it went pretty damn well. I think it did. I think it did. Uh, Ian Savage, we've got here agreeing with Charlie, saying it's a great deadline day. Um, I think as well, it, it sort of just came out of the blue that you know, we, there weren't really any rumours. Then just all of a sudden, as Phil said this morning, there was there was the uh, uh, a had a had may rumour, um, and then this afternoon there was the Kamara rumour and. Pretty much, they just rolled on from there, didn't they? Um, here, ADB, as as sort of Phil, Phil and Joe said, is going to be a fight to get on the bench. Never mind in the team, but you know that's not necessarily a a bad thing if it keeps people on their toes. Good evening, Skip. Good to see you and yourself, Jason, as well. The, we've got the uh, the Telegram guys are uh, are on board. Um, yeah, this is what I was thinking. Mark's uh, put a, put a note in here saying that. Um, with the striker, does it mean Aluko's out for a bit, or maybe Ball? I think Ball's okay, isn't he, in terms of his dead leg? But we just we don't know about Aluko and whether that um, not necessarily the striker coming in, but the the requirement for maybe another more centrally. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't think they'd be linked. Stronger. To be fair, I, I think it's going to be a totally separate matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Romeo, good evening, Matt. Fresh from his um, what's the word I'm going to look for? Uh, I'm not going to say the word traitor, Matt, but you know you were on the KOA thing about an hour or so ago with uh, with Ross. But you know you're more than welcome to, to join us. Good to see you, Mark. Hello, good evening. Good to see you, um, Rob. Hello to you. Well, um, and as while I, while I work my way through the hellos, um, please fire in any questions, any comments. I'll look to get to as many as possible. If I don't see in the first time round, please feel free to stick them on again um, because you know the the screen fills up and I'm rubbish at scrolling back up and being able to do two things at once so um as ben says when he does these the more work you guys do the less work i have to do and i'm one lazy mf so you know, please do seek as many comments as many questions um as you want sean good evening good to see you good to see you the other night as well good to put a a, a name a face to a name as it were as well ah uh, yes 
Well, you, the Sean is putting out the tie. You see, the thing is the tie, Sean, you've got to think about the colour. What we have done, if we put a, you know, what Rich has put together is this slight tinge and the nod to the Sky Sports yellow, but, you know, we're not going, we're not going to go the, uh, the whole hog, are we? Um, Adam, good evening. Good evening to you. Uh, good point, Paul. Six. I think we can all get on board with that. Thank you for that, Paul. Um, yeah, Mark's uh, happy with the squad. Jim, buenas noches. Now, is that is that Catalonian or is that Spanish? We need Jack to come on and tell us. Oh. Uh, hey, Paul. Um, no, we don't. Ah, oh, your uh, your distant relative Ian's getting um, rave reviews on the the I follow commentary, isn't he? I I haven't heard him myself as yet I've, I've been to the games that he's been commentating on but um he's getting some rave reviews on that um and just a bit more phil ham love mark yes yes a bonus ham appearance nothing wrong with a bit of bit of bonus bonus pork product out of the blue um as paul says here two players for each position First time in 50, 52 years of watching, nothing can go wrong now. And that, that's one of the things, actually, Joe, is that um, I think I was going to mention myself, but Adam in the Telegram um, group said that, you know, are we now seriously in no excuse territory? I'd say so. I think, I think the problem you've got is you've got two teams in this league who have got a huge budget, which is us and Sheffield Wednesday. And I think we're, we're miles ahead of everyone else in the league. I, I was looking on transfer mark today and there's only been the, the highest signing, sort of the biggest fee any club's paid other than Ips, which is about £120,000. Well, we've signed Leif Davis for a million pounds, Marcus Harness for 600000 Kamara today for 500000 whatever. Um, I keep forgetting his name. <laughs> the... the Gas from Burton, he's I, that's at a low six-figure fee, so that that could be around another couple of hundred thousand pounds. So we, we've probably got the four most expensive players in the division this year. <laughs> the fact we can take players from Plymouth and Portsmouth and give them huge wage increases, no doubt, puts us in that no excuse territory. But it's tough because there's two teams in no excuse territory in us and Sheffield Wednesday, and there's only three promotion spots up for grabs. So. It's, it's going to be very, very tough, isn't it? But we've, we've got yeah. we've got the squad to do it. But you need you you need to get your luck along the way. We haven't had a lot of that, haven't had a lot of that so far from the officials. Hopefully that starts to turn. But yeah, we we need to be right up there, and I'm sure we will be. As Blagger said here, and as as yourself and Phil were talking about, you know, you've got to keep these players happy, aren't you? And you know, with all goodwill in the world, Richard Keogh and and Don Ball aren't going to be wanting to play uh, Papa John's trophy games once every month are they they're they're going to be want to be playing um in with the the muck and nettles on a on a saturday afternoon keo was interesting after the game wasn't he i think he's he does feel he's very much been brought in to do a leadership role around the club as well though so i'm like i'm, I'm sure he wants to play every game as every pro does but he doesn't strike me as somebody who's here to kick up a stink if he's not if he's playing well and other people are playing badly then yeah he's going to want to get into the team but i, I don't think he's going to be one that pushes it that much and I guess you've got Vincent Young who's probably in that position Greg Lee who's in that position Caden Jackson again in that position. so you've got four or five who aren't going to expect to start every week or start to play every week so and I suppose as well if you're part of a successful club and a successful squad then you know a you haven't got much um 
on your side in terms of knocking on the manager's door and saying why aren't I playing but also it's 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 not a bad um environment to be around anyway is it if if it's if your team's winning games and everyone's happy coming into work on the on the training pitch and stuff like that um so yeah just just quickly recap what has happened today we're all sort of talking on the assumption that people know what's going on and I can't for one second imagine that people don't know what's going on um everyone's been clicking refresh and f5 and, and whatever else they do on their uh device of choice to, to get the latest updates all during the day. Um, Gassan Ahadmi is the striker that we signed from Burton. Obviously, we recently played uh, at Burton. Um, our centre-halves will know him well because he gave them a, a bit of a, a torrid time that uh, that evening. Um, he was certainly the the one Burton player who, um, who stood out. You know, he was pretty relentless in his running. Um, he was strong. He was he was shrugging um, Wolfie off the ball um, with their challenges. Um, and as sort of Charlie says here, to start on Saturday, probably unlikely, I'd have thought. Um, but it'd be interesting to know in the chat where you know, how much people do think he'll play um, and what from those who did see him um, at Burton, whether it be on the on the iFollow or in person, um, what they think he'll add to the team. You know, he's only 21 years old and he obviously came over from um spain i think he came over from didn't he he's he's born in spain but represents morocco he came over from spain to norwich um then went on a loan to back into spain as well oviedo wasn't it i think yeah spent the first half of last season at portsmouth for the second half permanently at burton um and started off pretty well so far this season um his, his overall goals. record at Burton, I know it's you look at it, and it's six goals in 20 games. When you look at the actual minutes played, it's equivalent of about 14 games. He's got six goals in. He's also got a couple in the Papa John's Trophy this year. He's got about five. So I think it's something like five and eight this season. So he's really sort of playing playing well, scoring goals. And sometimes with that sort of target man role, it, it does take players a few years later to be able to learn to play that role. You get very few 18, 19, 20-year-olds that can come in and start to play that role. It takes a little while to put your body together to, to work that out. And like the rest of our signers, he does look an absolute specimen, doesn't he? It's yeah. there's we have we have gone for physicality this this summer, haven't we? And as you look up the leagues, I think that's what you need to have in the championship and the Premier League as well real physical players pace power strength and so we've got that in abundance this year yeah i say if, if, if people just want a, an indication of that if you pop onto uh gasan's instagram account you'll see a, a picture of him on holiday um in greece i think it was um yeah this yeah he hasn't got a lot of body fat on him from from what i can tell um you know more fat on a Butcher's pencil, as the saying goes. Just a bit quick more ham love. Um, Charlie D, Paul, Jim. Um, hi to you, Michael. Good to see you from from Brisbane. Um, yeah, as you say, good luck trying to pick the first eleven in a couple of weeks' time. Once everyone's up to speed, and you know the the two new guys here have got used to the playing system, and people like Don Ball and uh, Richard Keogh are back and, and fit and firing. Chris, great to hear Phil's thoughts. Yeah, we thought we'd say we'd we'd. Um, Put him, put him on while we could while we could grab hold of him. Um, question here, or a point here from Matt, really. But overall, there's been a real plan with the transfer window, getting players that we need with the right attributes, not just getting players that because we could, like we did last summer, arguably with uh, the likes of Fraser, etc. Um, when you do look, when you look at that list, Joe, it does look like a list of 
good League One players who can potentially t- make the step up, doesn't it? Apart yeah. from maybe you know Keo being a possibility. Yeah, like I, said, I, I, I guess the signings, which is the surprise one, is Keo in there. And I, like I, said, I think we'd have liked to have got a second senior striker alongside Ladapo, but we haven't been able to for whatever reason. That so we go with we go with what we've got. But I, I like the way we got the business done early, bringing in Ladapo, bringing in Don Ball, and bringing in Greg Lee right at the sort of start of the window. So you had those all through pre-season. Um, added harness when he became available and someone like like obviously you don't want to be doing all your business at the end of the season but we obviously hadn't been able to get a strike over the line but someone like Kamara he was expected to sign for a championship club and sometimes you just have to wait for the players to, to become available and when you're only waiting for one or two to become available it's it's very different to signing like last year when it's Christian Walton, Sam Morsey, Burst and Selena on deadline day when we're already um, bottom of the league and Sam Moore's had a free game ban upcoming and, and that sort of went all the way went all the way f- through the season that we were sort of playing catch up where this time when you're bringing one or two players into a very well functioning team as someone like Marcus Harness has proven who was mm-hmm. only signed just before the start of the season and was able to sort of get in Slot and in. really really know the system quite quickly Leaf Davis yeah maybe the first game wasn't as wasn't his finest hour but he's got better every single game since then so we look a real functioning team don't we yeah, and it's a good point here from Romeo in that they're apart from um, John Jules, they are all permanents rather than loans. And there was obviously the, the few rumours the last couple of days about um, potentially getting you know, the loan, the Danish kid in from on loan from Sheffield United. And you thought, well, this doesn't sound like an ideal sort of sign. I don't know if he actually ended up going to Bolton in the end today, did he? I can't say too much. Notice no, I haven't. Him, but... I haven't seen. There's been so much going on. It's hard to. Keep yeah, up. it's it, it's always nicer just to have. You know them under your under the roof, and they're they're your players to do with what you will, and um, yeah, sell on or move on if needed. Otherwise, it feels like a bit of a um, a waste unless they're you know, proper top level, like John Jules is currently um, appearing to be a top level signing. Um, question here from Chris: Whose fans are most upset tonight, Plymouths or Burtons? Um, seen some pretty cheesed off comments from both sets, and what you lost maybe not the Burton. Um, fans I'll, so you can answer this in a sec joe but certainly the plymouth ones they're quite salty and i, I know often you get if, if a player leaves your club you, you're a bit upset by it but they seem to be oh we didn't need him anyway he's only our fifth choice center center midfielder etc etc you think well okay mate but i'm sure our analysis what we can now call an analysis department we've got one of those um and scouting department have, have probably done fair due diligence on the guy and know and know what it is that they're that they're um getting um, and it'd just be interesting to know how how long both he and uh, had me. I'm going to call them gas, gas and pan. We're going to call them. How long <laughs> gas and pan have, have both been on uh, on our lists and on our on our radar, really, or whether you know the Hurst situation and the Keen situation has pushed him up, and he was relatively potentially easier easier to get. But you know, what do you think about the, the fans' comments and how much those those clubs are going to miss him, Joe? Well, I guess. So the Plymouth one is similar to when you see the reaction to Tyree Simpson leaving today. The fans have sort of fallen out with him because he's wanted to leave. And even though he's sort of secured a good contract elsewhere and gone up the chain for a good fee, both in both situations from Camera and Simpson, the fans don't want them anymore because they, they don't like them anymore, effectively. So I think it's that. But Camera is obviously a good player. He was their Plymouth standout player when I saw them last year. Yeah. Him and Morsey had a hell of a battle didn't they down at home yeah. park it was sort of a yeah. similar to how 
Matete played against yes. Morsey up here. It was like that down there between those two, which shows that some competitiveness, shows that will to win. And and like I say, Plymouth were devastated when he handed that transfer request at the end of the season. And fans are very good at sort of pretending that things change over time when really is they haven't. I guess the Burton fans, it just seemed to come out of nowhere, didn't it, really? I, I don't think anyone was expecting that transfer. And He's, he's, probably, he's obviously more um, integral to them and you know important to them to try yeah, and stay I mean, in this league. When you're bottom of the league as well and, you, and you're selling your striker and you're just scrabbling around probably trying to find a lone striker. But yeah. it sounds like this interest came very late in the window. It feels like a signing that we've signed because he's played well against us, and that's quite a common way for signings for all the analysis and all the data dashboards and all that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes just playing well against an opposition is, is a good way to get yourself signed by them. And we've yeah. seen it. John, John Walters is an example of it in the past. Played well for us in the FA Cup. Or played well against us in the FA Cup for Chester, and Jim and Jilton picked him up for a similar fee, hundred and fifty grand or so, and was a superb player for us. And yeah, that's you see it all the time, don't you? Play, playing Wes Burns for Fleetwood, I'm sure that sort of brought him to our attention when he had that great game both times against Baltimore, us and we yeah. picked him up in the in the summer. So That'd be a good point, actually. If, if, if anyone in the comments can can think of any more um, players that, that we've signed on the back of a, a good performance against us, that's quite an interesting uh, little little question. Um, and as you were saying, Joe, about that performance Paul, away... Paul at... Taylor for Peterborough against us, so it doesn't always go well. <laughs> um, um, I was saying about that, that Plymouth performance um, that Kamara put in against I remember that standing there and watching him and there was pretty much an ongoing away from the camera away from the referee's eyeline battle going on between him and Morsey they were pretty much swinging punches at each other behind the behind the referee's back as much as they could get away with and I'm sure that's something that Morsey's you know more than happy to now have alongside him he probably went up quite a lot in his estimations that this relative youngster and relative kid who's come from um, non-league is and more than willing to to stand up for and, and fight his corner. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. And as you were saying about the other night or a few weeks ago against um, Burton, we've got first-hand experience. Now, you can ask Wolverhampton, you can ask Edmondson, what was it like to play against this this guy? You know, is he, uh, is he actually a, a performing better than what, you know, maybe the facts and figures and uh, an analysis um, show? Um, what I popped this up earlier, Chris, I'm going to put it up again. Um, he said it's a good window. That would just be good to know. If, if people want to um, put their GC, you know, if they want to grade Mark Ashton in a GCSE style. Don't say that now because GCSEs are like, my niece got hers and it's like, oh, I've got a six and a seven and a five. And you, they? So I've got no idea what they mean anymore. All right, we'll go, we'll do, we'll do old school then. We'll go A through to F. There you go. I and mean, you can use minuses and you can use pluses if you want to, just to give them a little bit of um, gradient. Um, now you're right. There's stars and stuff now, aren't they? But yeah, if people want to chuck in the chat how how well they think that um, how we've done. So in ter- certainly, as Joe was saying about getting things done early, um, yeah, we did get the vast bulk of the of the players in early, and and it's sort of proven in in performances so far and results that you know you, if you do get these these guys in um, well into pre or you know, beginning of preseason to give them a good preseason, it sort of ends up showing in uh, in results, doesn't it? Um, HCH has asked how long until Kamara is fit. Kamara, Kamara, potato, potato, Joe. What do you think? What are we going for? I, I think we should stick with Pan. That's what all the Plymouth fans yeah. have put in the tweets below. Good luck, Pan. Thanks for everything, yeah, Pan. Let's do that. Good. Um, 
So, yeah, we, we we don't know, really, because he hasn't played, I don't think, potentially this season yet um, for Plymouth. No, and never I, know. I, you don't know whether he's been... I, I, I know that there's an, an injury concern over him, but it's like because he's on the um, transfer list, is there a... that he hasn't wanted to play and the club has sort of agreed not to play him and it's just been sitting there. We, we don't know how bad it is. So we'll, I guess we'll find out from McKenna how far off he is from sort of being ready to play tomorrow um so there's a couple of questions here that, that are linked I'll, I'll put them both up um rob's asking that once pan can we all call him pan now because it saved me having to look at camera and then translate it into pan uh camara camara camera is up to speed is he going to be one of the midfield two and who will be the first choice center midfield pair and then similarly dan connors has asked or commented we've seen quite a bit of rotation in the forwards and wing backs both in game and between games, do we think we'll see a more of a midfield rotation now? You know, horses for courses, a Don Ball against Sheffield Wednesday, for example. It's just difficult, isn't it? Because at the start of the season, I think everyone would have expected the first choice start midfield to be Don Ball and Sam Orsi, but Don Ball's been injured. Lee Evans has come in and Lee Evans has been excellent so far. So I think he's one that he deserves to stay in the team. And I don't think you just want to... I, I just don't think they're positions you want to rotate there. I think it's very different in the um, in the sort of forward roles. But I think in those midfield roles, it's built on partnerships, isn't it? And at the moment, I think Evans and Morsi have the shirts. And I think they'll continue to have them until either they miss games for injuries or suspensions or their form dips. So somebody else needs to come in. Yeah. Well, I suppose as well, if we, with our increased... Um performance analysis and, and fitness tracking and bits and pieces like that, we'll know when players are entering this red zone and can potentially proactively move them away from, from the team. And there's not going to be that much of a drop-off, certainly in the sentiment field, is there, uh, in terms of the, um, the guys that come in to replace them. It gives you that um, luxury as well, I suppose. Um, yes, Padger, Knight Badger says, is, whose photo is that, Padger? Is that Rasputin you got on your... Icon there. I can't say I know too many. You know, my knowledge of Russian, um, the Russian love machine, <laughs> yeah, well, quite. Um, had an ice pick which made his ears burn, didn't he? Was that him? I oh, know it's Trotsky. Um, so yeah, um, see, Kamara used as a 10. Well, again, we're sort of spoiled for choice, um, in, in that respect as well. Um, David, good evening to you, good to, good to see you, and uh, another one of our Telegram guys. Thank you very much, David, for your for your uh, super sticker donation. Very kind. As ever, if people want to um, like and subscribe, give us a thumbs up, etc. I'm not going to use the A word that Rich uses every single time that rhymes with malgorithm, but, you know, it does something clever that pushes us up some sort of list. So, yeah, please like and subscribe. Um, if you want to pop on to bluemondayitfc.co.uk, you can get the links to everything there, all of our um, YouTube channels and various podcast channels. And, of course, the shop, which has now got a 15% discount, believe it or not, not off the items. You know, you don't get a sixth off of a mug without the handle. It's actually the price um, that's 15% off. Um, we haven't yet moved into the exotic... Um, um rubberized um aid uh, market but you never know if we can if we can get a next uh, transfer an I- deadline we may have one yeah exactly that yeah we, we'll obviously brand one of it purple we'll, we'll have it a nice uh, a nice blue with a logo on the side of it so when you wobble it around 
Um, anyway, let's move on. Um, Ian, uh, Ian is savage. I like the look of Adami. I had me. Adami. But my mind dwells on Hasselbank's words in after the town that it needs to improve his finishing. Um, are sort of in line with what you're talking about, Joe, about that number nine, just that slight um, bit of doubt in the back of your head. Are we still missing a clinical edge up front? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so personally. I think we, like I say, we're, we're relying on Ladapo there now. And I think when Ladapo signed at the start of the window, I don't think anyone probably expected him to be the main striker signing through the window. But that that is where we are now. John Jules is impressed more than I think people expect him to when he signed. So I say, we, but we're going to need to get 25, 30 goals from that striker in this system, aren't we? And so far we've got one so far when John Jules played up front. So we, we're going to need more. But I say it's it's the system seems a bit different to last year because when you look at the stats, Freddie Ladapo has had the most shots in the squad or most shots per 90, almost top five in the league. His XG per 90 is the highest in the squad. So he just needs to start scoring goals. And I'm, I'm confident that he will do. But things would look very different if he had two goals in his six games this season, which he could easily have had. He's getting chances in every game now. So I think um, I, I think hopefully the goal against, I know it was only a 6-0 win, but you could tell he was really pleased with that goal at the very end of the Northampton game. At the other. And hopefully he can go on a little run now and get, get three or four goals in the next six or seven games and all of a sudden he's got four in ten as opposed to naught in five. Yeah, yeah. So that, I think that was very important. It's even during that game, you know, he had he had the shot on his on his left foot which he sort of just passed to the keeper, didn't he? And had a, a shot which he screwed wide from just outside the area and you could just tell it was maybe just starting to snatch at stuff. So I think that, that may have done him the world of good, you know, regardless of the opposition and regardless of the, the state of the, uh, the match at the time. Um, Michael's asking us this from down under. Do you think any other Division One team has had a better transfer window than us? I, I don't know. I can't think of. Well, I, obviously Sheffield Wednesday have signed some decent players, haven't they? Yeah, uh, Sheffield Wednesday have had a good window, haven't they? But like us, when you've got the most money to spend, it's easy to have a good window. But like Michael Hickway, Michael Smith, two really good, experienced League One guys who have know what it takes to get out of this league. Yeah, Malik Wilkes, who was a scored a lot of goals in this league for Hull. Um, Alex Mighton have brought in from Forest there. They, they look like they beat us to the punch too. David Stockdale was a good keeper at this level last year and it improves them. So I, th- I think those guys have, but as I mentioned in the earlier, earlier in the pod or earlier in the YouTube, whatever we want to call it, that you've effectively got two teams that are in sort of no excuse territory and it's us and Sheffield Wednesday and we're both established brilliant squads for this level and we just got to make sure that we sort of beat them and beat everyone else to get promoted. Yeah. I just think, you know, maybe just from watching highlights of Sheffield Wednesday and the two games that we play against them, they just need, we just need Bannon to get not a career threatening injury, but just one that will keep him out for the vast majority of this season. Maybe to push can, over a ref or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, just maybe he can come back in April time just to have a twilight of his career next year in league one. It'd be absolutely fine. Cause he seems absolutely integral to the way they played any of that guy. Um. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Paul, I said we couldn't call him Pan. Yeah, interesting to hear Kamara saying that he'd only heard of interest this morning. Um, I, I haven't listened to either of the um, the interviews yet, um, so that wasn't all to plan then. Um, and similarly, follow up question from Paul: Do you think either of these two, the two that came in, were on our short list a couple of weeks ago? I'd imagine. Camera was just someone that maybe we didn't think was available to us. You were aware of the League One sign, he's aware of it. And then when all of a sudden the opportunity for a deal came up, we just struck quickly and got the deal done and got it over the line. But I'd like I say, we we knew what sort of strikers we were targeting, and that was your George Hurst, your Will Keynes, wasn't it? So I don't imagine a had me was on the, he might have been on the list two weeks ago, but I'd imagine it was quite a long way down the list compared to the sort of guys we were after, but his performance, no doubt, helped, against us, no doubt helped him. Yeah. That's one of the things that we were chatting about in the Telegram, wasn't it, is that, you know, we spent the vast majority of this summer um, fluttering our eyelids at George Hurst, only for him to go to a top, well, I don't know what they are currently, but certainly a top eight championship club with the option to, to purchase him for four to five million quid. just makes you wonder what sort of... Um, flirtatiousness we were getting from his agent to make us think that it was actually ever going to be a, a possibility really yeah you, you, you can't imagine we'd have chased for so long without 
the expectation that it could be done. It might have been a very difficult deal to do, but it could be done. But it sounds like Leicester just didn't know what they wanted to do with him and he picked up an injury, so missed a bit of pre-season. It just dragged it on into the season. And then, like I say, Will Keane, as, as Phil was saying, someone we targeted as well. And again, I don't think anyone would have expected Will Keane to sign here, but it sounds like we pushed hard for that. But the only person that's benefited from that is Will Keane because he's managed to get himself a nice new contract at Wigan out of it. Yeah, I'd be interested to see whether he would actually have come all the way back down again to here, having you know sort of headed back home to, to Northwest. To yeah, it's a strange one, wouldn't it? Um, Blaggers is asked who makes up your first choice eleven. Well, without going through you know them one by one, I think from my perspective, I think it it may well be a horses for courses, um, like it has been so far, really, in terms of um, wing backs and and the front three. I just wonder whether maybe Morsey will stay you know, for obvious reasons, but whether. You know, you bring in a Don Ball for Sheffield Wednesday when you need a bit more buy and someone to you know, do that job on um, Bannon. Um, I don't know. Your thing is maybe a bit more, a bit more um, constant. Yeah, well, I, I think that's sort of a big part of the team picks itself, really, doesn't it? Obviously, Christian Walton and Gold picks itself, and I think Janoid and Ashian, Luke Wolfden and George Edmondson does at the moment too. Then Wes Burns on the right and Leif Davis on the left. I don't, I don't see a huge amount of change in that. There's Sam Morsey's going to start. And then it's a case of, I think Freddie Ladapo will always start up front. So you've, it's effectively working out who the two, the one alongside Morsey, which at the moment is Evans and the two behind, which at the moment is going to be Chaplin and Harness. So I think it's going to take some doing from the other players to break into that 11 there. But, Things will happen throughout the season. Players will get injured. Players will miss time. Players will dip out of form. Players will have issues that mean they, they can't play games or their fitness levels aren't getting up. So things will happen. But I think that's I think that's where we are at the moment. I think most of the team picks itself. Yeah, I think and, and I think Sully mentioned it earlier. Guinea Bissau unfortunately missed out in the World Cup, so um, I don't think there's any risk of. Uh... Pan missing out in in uh, November time. Um, a couple of um, bits and pieces here. One from Charlie, and also one from Nick. Um, basically saying no excuse for for poor cut performances and potentially a, a trip to Wembley. Hopefully, come come April, if if the other nights anything to go by. Yeah, I'm not saying all cup games should go like the other night, but the game should be more like that when when we're putting out the sort of teams that we do in those games and than the game against Colchester, for example, a few weeks ago because. This squad is more than good enough to put a second team out, which would be probably a big budgeted League One side in itself. So we should be able to win games comfortably with our second team in the Cups because these teams make five or six changes as well. Yeah. Good evening, Bob. Uh, probably afternoon where you are in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, fantastic. Good good to hear from you. We don't know. Um, I don't think we've had anyone from Canada on here before, have we? Canadian? No. Well, they're, they're they're there. They're not they're not um, letting us know about it. Yeah. If, anyway, just give us a shout. Say we've got a lot of comments here, guys. So I will try and get through all of them um, in turn. You have to you have to really have to bear with me, or I say keep sticking it in, and I'll and I'll read it when I get to the uh, get to the bottom. Sally's asked if there's any news on Leaf Davis. Um, would like to see Greg Lee get a run as his service across the six yard box is probably the best at the club. I I really like Greg Lee. I think he's a fantastic player. I. Um, you know, I'd, I'd have had no qualms at all without with him being our um, first choice left back. He just a, just seems to be such a unit. Just physically, as you were saying earlier about physical specimens, just strong, quick, dynamic. Wants to get forward at all opportunities. A good goal from him the other night with a Mitrovic um, header at the far post, wasn't it? He's hasn't let anybody down at all, has he? 
No, but I, I, like Leith Davis, I think has got better by the game. And when you look at the sort of um, assist numbers, chance creation numbers, he's he's up there ahead of any fullback so in the league at the moment, isn't he? And like, I, I really like Lee. I think that was a, I think that was a brilliant sign, a brilliant piece of business. But he's he's going to play his part this year. I just think he's going to suffer now because he's a left back and. Kane Vincent Young will be on the bench because he can cover one of the centre back roles, the right back role, and the left back role. So it's 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 probably someone that's probably not going to be in the squad as much as he has been so far. But also is somebody who's when he plays is not going to let us down. Yeah, just a few uh, bits and pieces here about uh, Hadme um, Blue said that six months under Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank um, is going to improve most strikers. Well, as long as you want them slamming it in from about twenty five yards out and. Uh, scowling at referees will do a job. Um, again, here from John, McKenna likes to play teams that he feels exploits weaknesses in the opposition uh, and a tall man up top to get on the end of set pieces is needed. And Hadme brings this. Um, yeah, my, my, my concern on, on that matter was if Ladapo was to be injured for any time and you're having to play Caden Jackson up front on his own, in certain games... the reliance. Caden, yeah, Caden Jackson is, is going to be a good player... It's going to do well for us this season. Has done well already for us this season as a sub, as a player that in certain games would play well. But if you re- if you had to start Caden Jackson six seven games in a row, starting him at home against teams and who invariably play a sort of real very defensive low block, no spacing behind, the, the those games just don't suit Caden. And I was worried that if Ladapo missed time, we d- we don't really have a fullback option. So hopefully, it feels like Gassan Ahadmi is a is a better bet for that. And but sadly, he is cup tied for the Papa John's Trophy because he scored. Yeah, he scored. He scored two goals in it, didn't he? I think. The mm, other... Against Crew was it the other night? Yeah, yeah. Well, as Herthy says here, as that was James's comment about or question about the cup tie. Yeah, he is uh, James. Herthy's saying it's going to be a handful. I say, let's hope so. I say, if he does anything like he did against um, us in the in the away game, he'll, he uh, certainly will be. Um, if he gets his eight goals this season, it's. Yeah, it'll be a good signing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, ah, there we go. The, Mr. David Diamond, everyone. Um, a bit of reverence for David. As he says here, yes, the trademark side foot. We're allowed to say it, David's caught to court to 10. Thunder bastard. We don't care. Rich isn't here to tell us off. Um, and again, as Ian says here, not many better strikers to learn from than, than Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Skip saying that... Uh, he rates him and thinks he'll go a long way. Um, well, he will be. We're going up to Accrington on uh, on Saturday. Um, Paul's asked, do you think with hindsight that the two we brought in are preferable to Hurst in terms of strength in depth? No. Hurst is... would have a step been a, above, isn't he? A step, a step above. above. But i say that was always going to be a very difficult deal to do and where he ended up and for what price. And I think he signed a new contract at Leicester on 20 grand a week and is now getting four to five million fee if he goes to Blackburn. That, that showed the sort of market we were trying to shop in there. And you're going to miss out on some of these targets. We missed out on Sonny Bradley last year when we went mm. sort of really hard for him. If we had him, we thought we had him. And yeah, Matt Crook, I mean, I someone suppose... we pushed really hard for last year. But yeah. you're not going to get all these players. Phil mentioned you, you're going up against exactly. players and you might be a might be able to offer a bit more money, better contracts, a, a year longer than some clubs, but you can't offer championship football and that's something we can't change until we get there. And that's the thing as well. If, you, if you're Hurst and you have a good season in the in League One and don't get promoted, you might get a, a 
job in the championship the following year. If you have a good year in the championship, your next step's going to be into the Premier League, isn't it? You've got to look at it from a, from a career perspective as well. Some people have... Um, sorry, I'm just getting around to the, the answers to the question that I posed, God knows, 20 minutes ago, 24 minutes ago, about players who played well against us and we subsequently signed. Um, Rupert said Marcus Stewart. Obviously, the, the fabled year that... Um, we finished in the playoffs, didn't win that particular league that time around. We finished in the playoffs, went to Wembley and won it by the back door. Um, but yeah, we um, took Joe, stop looking at your wall at some picture or another or some show. I was just looking another. at that 91-92 that team up there, Craig. Oh yeah, yeah. well they're, they're, they're just up there, but you can't see them. They're, they're, they're up above Roger Osborne's um, signed photo there. My one. Um, so yeah, Marcus Joe, obviously we got from, from Huddersfield, didn't we? And Fubard there, a promotion challenge, and, uh, and and did it ourselves. Skip's going for Chopra, who always scored against us. I don't think he was alone in that respect. But, yeah, that was another one that um, everyone thought was going to be the final piece of the jigsaw. Unfortunately, the bloke who was holding the box was Paul Jewell, and he picked up a, a cornflakes, I think, instead. Um, HCH is saying Ladapo was signed after McKenna sang his praises last season. Um, Daniel... Death, death has gone for Nicky Forster. Yeah, he was another one actually. He, he was another one that was just injured, I suppose, when he when he sort of joined us. I don't know how many games he ended up actually playing, but he seemed to be um, continually unavailable, unfortunately. Um, and Brett Pittman's gone for as well. Um, one here from James actually, just to just to give the opposite side of the uh, other side of the coin, if you like, saying that he doesn't like the Burton striker signing. It, it seems a strange one. Well, I think it, it's certainly. It certainly seems strange, as Joe was saying. You know, I think it seems strange in terms of um, you look at the calibre of striker that we were trying to get during during the transfer window in terms of Hurst and, as Phil was saying earlier, that he'd heard that we were after uh, after Will Keane to go from that echelon of striker to now we're hoping this guy is going to be as, as equally as good. But it's on the in the right here right now. Then he would seem like a a bit of a, a step down, but it may well end up as being needs must that the, the guys on the first few pages of our list weren't uh, weren't available, weren't willing, um, too expensive, etc. You, you know. Yeah, the the only the only thing I'd say on that is, and I, and I do agree with the point of it being a step down, but we were linked yesterday with a sort of strike from Sheffield United on loan, and I'd much rather make an investment in a Hadmi on what we've seen so far. He's very good against us. He's he, maybe he's sort of found found himself doing well. I'd, I'd much rather do that than get a player on loan from the league above who's got no experience, no track record, and just taking a total risk on whether they can even cope with senior football, let alone do well in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one here from Michael. Played well against us. I think that's Campbell Rice, wasn't it? I think he's thinking about Jamal... Mandy, Mandy Rice-Davis, isn't it? Jamal Campbell Rice <laughs> was the guy who... Weird, that was just a weird old time in... If it's which town, where we ended up giving standing ovations to to opposition players as they were walking off the pitch, he did play very well that night. But uh, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he's got Christine Keeler on his mind, hasn't he, Michael Warner? See, there, you want us to sit backwards on our chairs, <laughs> nude. Um, Jake, right, we're now getting round to rating the uh, the transfer window. James Cotton's oh, he's a he's a nice, um, generous marker. Is James? He's gone for an A minus. Um, so he's he's more than happy. Um, John's gone for a B plus, as has Dan, as has Michael. See, Michael, even though he's down in Oz, he's still using the good old 
British um, marking territory from the 1990s. Good to see. And as Charlie Charlie D actually's gone for a B plus. Matt's gone for a B plus. Um, Paul's gone for an A minus, and is also pointing out that a, a nine star is awesome. And a, see, a five is a pass. I have no idea what this is. I'll need to know in a couple of years' time. Not that I'm taking mine. I've got someone in the house who's going to be taking theirs, so I better get around to uh, to working it out. Um, Ulf's right. Ulf Seitel, Ulf C Eatle has gone for an A, just a straight A. More than happy with the uh, the work that we've done. Um, David's gone for a B plus. So yeah, I think people are um, happy um, in the main. I say I think had had it been. Um, you know that that top tier creme de la creme striker. I think it would have been A plus. A plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, and and, here, and here's the the textbook. Is it Kamara or Camera? And thankfully, skips on online just to point out which way it is is pronounced. Yes, Paul, Rich will no doubt have Seb pronouncing all of these for him. Um, and laughing in his face. And that neatly segues into my plug I need to do. The pre-match show is tomorrow, and it's live again, as it was last week. It's live, um, Seven Rich are live tomorrow night at the ridiculously earlier time of 8 p.m. So they're not doing the the graveyard shift like uh, Joe and I. They'll be on at 8 p.m. on a Friday. So make sure you get your Friday pizza nights um, done and dusted and uh, crack yourself a cold one for 8 p.m. and uh, join Seven Rich um, to listen to them go through our trip to um, to Accrington and uh, a bit of background action. Action haven't lost a game, have they, so far this season, Joe? I don't think, certainly not in the league. I think, they? Yeah, I think they've only won one or won two, haven't they, and then drawn the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the banter continues um, predominantly, I see, through the Telegram uh, mob. Matt saying it was camera, but then as HCH has pointed out, there's an accent over the last A, so it's actually pronounced camera. Camara, camera. Um, John Boddy, um, sure we signed Alan Armstrong after he played well against us in the Cup when he was at Stockport. Did we sign him from Middlesbrough, though? Yes, but stuff like that it, does stay in the memory, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Managers, doesn't it? But yeah, he was signed yeah. for Middlesbrough. I just remember him scoring against Middlesbrough. Didn't he? he scored one or two, didn't he? Two in the away game at Middlesbrough. Yeah, around long, Christmas long time. Range. Yeah. Um, Paul's gone for a, an A minus. Um, yeah, again, everyone seems to be pretty happy. Um, thank you, Skip. You are absolutely spot on there. Um, what Charlie D saying here, as you were saying earlier, Joe, about um, how people have been doing. Lee Evans, he has been actually, he has been pretty immense. I don't know if he's come up against many um, midfields that have potentially tested him too much or got it really in his face, has he? But um, he's done what he needed to do so far. Yeah, no, he's, he's read the game well. He's He's been in the right place at the right time and he's moved he, and he's used the ball very well. And he's, he's, his cross-field pass and his crosses into the box have been very good, haven't they? Yeah. And that sort of links into Michael. Let's hope one of them can take a good corner because that's still something that Lee needs to just work on uh, a little bit. Um, yeah, so um, guys, we're sort of approaching the hour mark. We will carry on. We've got lots and lots of people here um, online watching. And, and if so, if you've got any comments or any questions, or if you just want to sort of have a chat, um, I'll put up all the uh, all the comments I can. For example, Rasputin. Yes, it has been confirmed. I think that uh, Rara 
Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen, is the um, photo in uh, the icon. Um, camera will be more effective, a more effective Backinson in style. Yeah, possibly. Maybe quite interesting to see um, how Backinson plays in a couple of weeks' time if he's um, in the in the squad. Yep, here you go, Paul. Sorry, keep you up, Joe. I know it's late. Um, Bonium and the Stranglers. Well done. That's, that's three points, Potmaster, there for you. Um, and one from Skip. Yeah, well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see about that. You know, I, we've got to speak to the powers that be about our um, our range of, of products. You know, Christ, if we can do dog handkerchief neckerchiefs, then I'm sure we can, I was going to say, stretch a little bit wider. But, um, maybe not. Um, yeah, very very possibly, Jim. We'll, we'll give it a go. Um, goals are coming from all over this team, says John. I suppose that is they they are currently at the moment, aren't they? And it's, it would just be nice to to have um, a couple more from from the centre forward. But you can't argue with you know, the guys that are playing behind and, and the central midfield. They're um, they're, they're putting in. It's basically only the, the central defenders, really. I suppose from from um, set pieces. The what Mick Mills is a bugbear in terms of um, their. Um, contribution to to games and goals, Joe. Yeah, well, they but two of them scored, didn't they, on Tuesday night against Northampton with Edmonton yeah, Birds on the score sheet. But um, yeah, I, I I just do think there's sort of a talk. Oh, yeah, but Ladapo's playing well. You you can't. I'm not saying lay off him or go easy on him, but oh, he he's got to start scoring, or someone else is going to come into the team and try and start scoring instead because he's he's getting chances, and hopefully he'll score goals. Yeah. Um. Good morning, Nathan. Um, yeah, you're 10, 11 hours ahead of us. Good morning from Melbourne. Yeah, good, good to hear from you, Nathan. Um, only worry is is if Camera blocks Humphrey's path, and that's something that you'll be particularly interested in, Joe. I suppose in terms of how much um, playing time Cameron's going to get from now on. Yeah, I, to be honest, I think Humphreys is more deeper midfielder anyway. He's I know he played as a ten when he came on against Charlton last year, but when he when he's played for the under 18s, under 21s. He's well. He's played left back, left wing back as well. But generally, he's more a sort of deep line midfielder who likes to get on the ball deep or and push on from there. So, so you're, think, you're you don't think Camera is a, a deep pan then? <laughs> no, God. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, Skip intro has said that Bonds off to Charlton. Apparently, well, I did see rumours that they were potentially getting on on loan, and I don't think they were overly. The fans were overly keen on it having. Had him in the building um, previously. Poor old boy. Poor old Macaulay's desperate, wasn't he? Poor old, des- desperate. You can just all of us can can um, feel what he can empathise with how he must be feeling in terms of being that close to fulfilling your childhood dream and on a permanent basis, you know, potentially, and just it not uh, it not happening. Um, Chris is saying here's cameras indi- signing an indication that Luca might be out for a while. Potentially, yeah, it didn't. It didn't look a great one. I say, as soon as he went down on um, Tuesday night, he was sort of waving uh, as if to say, "It's it's a bad one." So, um, so yeah, hopefully not. But yeah, he's also of an age where we you will recover from injuries slower, won't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Squad numbers, Joe. Do we know what? Um, um, I think Camara's got twenty eight. I think I, I read on one of the, on the club story, but they they didn't mention one for Ahadmi, but they mentioned that Camara was twenty eight. So 18 is still free in case we make that late dash from McCauley Bond. Come January, maybe. Um, John's asking if Chaplin and Luco are unavailable, as uh, so they both um, had injuries on Tuesday. Might we play with 
one ten and, and two up top, um, as we did several times last season. Well, I suppose we did when we had the Bash brothers, as as McKenna called them, didn't he? Um, I think we're just so fluid nowadays that it's it's not necessarily three at the back or four at the back, and it might not necessarily be one up top, is it? We're 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 a pretty fluid fluid system now, aren't we? Yeah, we are, and. It, it, it was quite often, though, that we played that way last season. We we went two up front, but it hasn't been at all this year. Yeah, yeah. Hey, David. Yeah, thank you for your again for your uh, for your contribution. But yeah, we we got your uh, comment. David is another one of our uh, Telegram users um, who had a who's having an ongoing conversation with Jules there about uh, Ireland and Cork and family and distant relatives. I thought they were, all of a sudden we're going to have like, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Oh, Eamon Andrews. There you go, Christ. Let's get some 80s references. Eamon Andrews, this is your life. And they're going to be long lost cousins or brothers. We're going to surprise, surprise, still a black on a Sunday night. Um, surprise one with the other. Um, Ian Savage. Yeah. Well, I th- asking about the, for those who are listening, asking about the number 18 shirt being left empty. I can't imagine it was coincidence, but I'd imagine it was just there just in case it needed to be uh, filled. Question from David here for you, Joe. With your knowledge of our youngsters, what impact do the new signings have on morale? Um, Watch under-21s against Wigan and was very impressed with the core of the team. Alexander Chirewa and Siziba. I think other than Chirewa, there's there's not really anyone sort of pushing into the senior squad at the moment because those that are, your sort of Corian Darbers, Idris El-Mazunis, these guys have all been sent out on loan, haven't they? Elkin Baggett, so... I don't. I don't think that there is any. There's anyone sort of close to making that break for at the moment. I think probably yeah, Fraser Alexander's, Zander's Easy Buzz, who both played the other night, are sort of in line probably for a loan spell from there. It's just Tawanda Chirera who is the the problem outlier. We'll see if any, yeah. Obviously, nothing's happened with him in the transfer window because there was talk of um, West Ham being interested in there and whether they'd placed a bid or not. I don't know, but. Maybe it's a chance to try and get him into the squad if there are injuries there as a as an extra player to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mark. Well, I wouldn't say we're the most prestigious surnames, but we're certainly some of the oldest surnames. So yeah, yeah. we're not we're not Toll Mac or Cobbold, are we? No, exactly. You know the the fact that one of certainly one of my relatives might live in a mansion sprawling country pile somewhere. It certainly has that money hasn't filtered its way down to CO seven. Mark, unfortunately. Um, interesting question here from Chris. Who's going to be worth the most in three years' time, Hadme or Simpson? Well, Simpson's got a four-year deal at Huddersfield, hasn't he? So, you, yeah. What was, imagine... what was the length? What was the? Sorry, Joe, to interrupt. What was the length of uh, Hadme's contract then? Because Cameras was he, two years plus one, wasn't it? Yeah, Hadme's three plus one. So he's got a three-year oh, contract really? here plus uh, option on it, but. I'd guess the smart money at the moment would be on Tyree Simpson, but that's not to suggest that that's definitely what's going to happen. But Simpson's got a when the when the club has invested a big fee and given you a big contract, there's always a there's always more impetus to push you on. Sometimes even if you don't deserve it, not saying that he doesn't or anything, but he, they they will have a real plan for his development because they need to make good on that investment. Where Hadme's a smaller investment, so mm. we'll, we'll sit we'll see where that goes. But I, I say hopefully both of them do well. Um, just a comment here from Rob saying that he suspects that Kieran McKenna was given food for thought by how we struggled coping with Burton's physical airborne approach in the first half and that pan and gas will be great for those type of games. Well, I don't think, to be honest with you, nowadays, 
Christ, we've got some sturdy old units all across our team, haven't we? Really, and obviously these will these will add to it. But I don't really think that night we were particularly diminutive, were we? Still had some um, big old boys playing for us. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You obviously just need to be horses to courses in in certain types of games. I think from from my perspective. Um, David's off next week on his holes, so he he won't see us. But you can you can still download the pod um, the day after David on your uh, podcast app of choice. You know, give us a shout. We we'll, we can say hello. And, to and we'll you, see though. you on the Telegram as well, no doubt. Yeah, exactly that. One from Dan saying that Leaf Davis can can take corners. Yeah, was, well, that was one thing I was watching last night. On um, I was watching Liverpool play, flicking between the various matches last night, and both their fullbacks take their corners, don't they? Robertson takes them, and uh, Alexander Arnold takes them appreciate their different strata of player but um neil thompson used to take him didn't he mark venus used to take him um you, sometimes, you, sometimes you think yeah exactly you think that a fullback can used to taking free kicks in their corners and can swing Aaron them in Creswell. yeah yeah good one yeah Aaron Creswell. going to sully cam humphreys can take a corner make a special teams then can we uh, sully being in nyc can we get a special teams just draft them on to uh take a corner kick and go back sit back down again after he's contributed towards a goal michael's asking if we can see greg lee playing as part of the back three and becoming an overlapping and underlapping center half like uh like genoy i, th- I can actually i think he's, he's certainly got the physicality uh to do it um, just looking at the time here, guys, we're now at five past ten, so um, we've been going for an hour and a bit. But again, there's there's lots of people here, so we're more than happy to uh, to carry on going. Um, just another reminder that Rich and Sebby are tomorrow, and that's reminded me, Sunday night is our 600th pod, 600. Um, so I think there's going to be try and get as many of um the guys together on the pod at the same time i might be playing cricket so i don't know if i'm going to be about well i say play cricket i should be in the pub having played cricket so i don't know whether i'll be about but um it'll be live one again 8 p.m sunday night so um i'm sure everyone will be more than happy to have as many people as, as they can and you can see the shit show that will be either rich or ben trying to um corral six people yeah, exactly. It'll be mayhem. You're like the old Royal Rumble. There'll be another one coming in every um, 20 seconds and jumping into the ring and being hit with a metal chair and, and thrown straight out again. Um, so, yeah, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll start to wind down a little bit. But I'll um, I'll work through the, the questions and the comments. If you want to just have a, a shout out before we go, um, we will do. Um, who's your player of the month? Actually, that's a good one from Paul. If, if people want to quickly stick there. I know the... the the club had their vote, didn't it? It may have been today that the deadline was. I can't remember. Um, but if people wanted to vote for their player of the year, there was a selection of a few. Um, he's going for Mr. Marcus Harness. I can't remember who I voted for. I did click on one, but it might have been Marcus Harness as well, I think. Yeah. Don't don't feel put out by that, Marcus, if you're listening, that Joe definitely voted for you and he had he put a lot of forethought into it um, before clicking clicking the button. Um HCH saying that prediction is that Cameron Humphreys will go out on loan as he won't get enough game time. I suppose that would depend on where we are in, in various um, in various cup competitions as well, I suppose, and things like that. Um, 
just what you talked about earlier, Joe, any update on Chirawa and um, can he slot in if Aluko and Chaplin are out? He's not really anywhere near the team, is he, at the moment? No, he doesn't seem to be, but hope, well, not hopefully, but if one of those are out, hopefully it opens up a spot in training for him to step up into the first team training, give himself a chance to impress, but I don't know fully the situation. He hasn't played the last couple of under-21s games, so... There's obviously a contract issue there as well, but we'll, we'll see how that one plays out. He hasn't been, as Skip's asking here, he hasn't said anything about him being injured. I haven't seen any news about it in any case. But you wouldn't get news about some of the 21s being interested. No. In, no. Injured, sorry. One from you, Joe. What season's the jersey you're wearing? Oh, I should have checked, but I think it's 2004, 2005, the third shirt that we wore. Was it away at Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace. We beat them 4 3 on a. The Shefki Coochie. On a Tuesday night, Shefki Coochie, Ian Westlake, Tommy Miller night. Yeah, I remember that well. Um, Lee's asking, is that us done for the window? Yeah, I think it is. Well, you you know better than, than I and, and Joe, because we've been talking crap for the last hour and 10 minutes, if the case is anything coming out. But just before we, we started, the um, the club had insinuated that they were, they were done for the night. So both ins and... And out. So yeah, that is. There is still that classic one. I can't. Remember. I think it was Leeds, maybe, who tweeted like, "Don't go to or Oldham," and it was like, "Don't go to bed yet, fans." About nine thirty, and then nothing happened. And the very at eleven o'clock, they sold their best player. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like we did with Harness, just announced the bloody bloke at eleven o'clock at night when everyone's yeah. going to bed, and all of a sudden everyone's phones are going mental on their uh, bedside um, bedside table. Ashley's player of the month uh, for August has gone for Lee Evans, which is, uh, yeah, decent shout. Romeo, see, that's the thing with Morsey, Romeo, is it, he's immense every game. So it's, sort of, it's just taken as read that he's going to, uh, he's going to do it, isn't it, I suppose. Um, and yeah, so there's one actually, Ashley's saying he's surprised that Hlag, he's still here, to be honest. And that, that's that's one of mine as well, I think, is that I'm, I'm sure... Who was it? Was it Ab- who was the, who the Scottish team there asked? Was it Aberdeen that they were Aberdeen, yeah. looking around? Um, I think had they got anything approaching the the fee that we were looking for, you know, considering we only signed the guy last year and he's still got a couple of years left on his contract, I thought we want some sort of recompense for his um for his services, but they weren't willing to to pay for it. But yeah, that is a that is one because you know he isn't gonna get any we're talking about people potentially getting game time. That guy's not gonna get any game time, is he, apart from a, a monthly Monthly pizza, uh, pizza cup. Um, Matt is asking if there's any chance of either of today's signings being in the match day squad for Saturday. I don't think Kamara's potentially going to be particularly fit, um, but yeah, I'd imagine um, Gas may well be. Um, just, they're just not going to get a chance to train, are they? Unless they no. train today, because obviously Accrington away will probably be travelling up early tomorrow morning. Phil mentioned he's got a press conference early tomorrow morning, so I guess it's probably travel, travel, and maybe try and find somewhere to have a little jog around up there. Yeah, yeah, um, perfect. Well, as I say, guys, we are now getting to the to the end. The questions are starting to uh, to dry up. So I say, what we'll, we'll be bidding our off farewells very soon. Um, as Ashley's pointing out, it was Leeds sold two players after saying, after saying <laughs> don't go to bed yet. Oh, perfect. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and David, many thanks again for more generosity on your behalf. Um, you enjoy your, enjoy your holiday. Uh, put your wallet away. Well, 
towards us in any case, but if you've got uh, family to pay for, then you can get your wallet out for them uh, instead. Um, Hopefully we'll see you getting over to Ipswich at some point this year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I say that that'll, that'll just give me a chance to, to um, and yourself a chance, Joe, to talk about the Telegram group. Um, it's It's been an absolute riot the last few days. It's been a, a real good place to be. Um, you know, it's somewhere you don't have to worry about... Um, abuse for your opinion or anything like that it's, it's some there's some real good um chats there's some good humor going on there's there's banter. a deadline day live chat today wasn't there so yeah that's right god knows how you know if someone hadn't i know i haven't seen seb much today on there but across i dread to think what his phone is going to look like um <laughs> when he when he picks it up this evening having had a uh, 400 um, messages on there so yeah another thing that's um via blue monday itfc.co.uk and the details of it are on there come and join us come and have a chat um come and say hello um i say there's lots and lots and lots and lots of like-minded um people on there from all different areas of the world and all different um shapes and sizes and and um ways of life so it's just a nice little place to be and just have a chat about everything whether we were talking oh gosh, rich must have been doing his that there was talk of the nfl draft um, fantasy league thing in the deadline day chat today i noticed um i saw you were part of that joe but i didn't mention it uh, to anyone i just messaged rich on the side to say that's one of our admins being naughty um perfect okay so i think we're done um thanks very 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 much for everyone to um who's joined and who's um contributed um yeah cheers skip good to see you we'll no doubt we'll be speaking to you at some point tomorrow and yourself romeo um thank you michael yeah well you know you're either committed to the itfc cause or you're not so you know you get up at 4 a.m and you listen to it live or maybe we'll let you off and you can i'm sure if if you ask rich nicely you could somehow get it through the um the pod feed or you can watch it uh, if you're on youtube you can watch it pretty much straight after in any case i think um hch yes no problems at all good to see you jim thank you very much charlie d thank you thanks for joining us um yeah as you say skip herding cats lee thank you very much matt yeah we'll let you off your uh aberration uh, earlier in the evening but yeah thanks very much for joining us as well um and final one for david who's uh hope that he has a nice one and hope that he gets over to to itfc very soon um so yeah so again thanks very much for joining us everyone hope you've hope you've enjoyed it um don't forget to pop on and um say hello to rich and seb tomorrow night they'll be doing another live one at eight tomorrow and then yeah the herding of cats will commence around about 8 p.m on sunday after the Ancreton game um for the 600th pod um so yeah cheers joe thanks a lot for your time if you want to just uh, say your goodbyes and i'll wrap it up yeah, roll, roll on the rest of the season now. I feel like we're in a great position to move on with the squad that we've got now, aren't we? And I think everyone will, will see and be happy with what we've got. So just time to enjoy some actual football on the pitch now rather than just what's going on off it. Lovely stuff. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for your time. Thanks for joining in. And we'll see you soon. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. 
Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.